Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I'm your host, Dr. Angela Chester. Today, we are talking about a book entitled Believe, and that is right up my alley. I love those positive words, and I love books that are going to be uplifting, but yet take you on the journey with your imagination. Now, I have had the pleasure of speaking with Sohail Malik before. Uh, If you are a listener to Daily Spark with Dr. Angela, then you too had an opportunity to listen to this interview. Now, it was a, a little ways back, but I did want to bring him on and introduce him to the folks here on the podcast. Now, before I start talking about this book over on Amazon page. I am told that we have a caller. So let's see if this is our guest on the line. Hello, this is Dr. Angela. Who am I talking to? You? Hi, good afternoon, Dr. Angela. This is Sahail Malik. How are you? It's been, it's been I a while. Am well. I am glad to have you on the line. Thank you so much for joining me today. Now, Thank I was you. just saying how we had such a great conversation over on the radio show, and I wanted to introduce you here to my podcast listeners uh, as well with Modern Living with Dr. Angela. So I'm going to jump right into uh, the interview. And and first question is about the title of the book. How did you come about the title? Why was it important to uh, give it that word, believe? This is a very good question. Thank you, Dr. Angela. Uh, it, it was something that uh, the, the theme of the book was about a children, uh, well, a, a group of children that sort of strongly believed in their faith, and um, even though the persecution authorities were trying to deter them or try to get them to sort of conform by not believing in their parents' faith and not following uh, what they've been taught and not following in, in what they believed and just sort of conform to the authoritarian society that's uh, you know the, the that's sort of governing them and sort of ruling over them so they sort of clung on to their faith and um it's a word that i believe uh, i find but I, I sort of i'm quite sort of attached to my faith so you've got to believe in something dr angela in life uh you know you have your morals you have your teachings uh, and, and i believe uh, that's the word that came to my mind. I said, okay, so it's a bunch of believers and they want to follow their faith. So that's called the book Believe. You've got to believe in something in life. Mm-hmm. And I could not agree with you more. That word is so important. And I find that when people have a sense of hope, when they have a sense of belief, that they are yes. able to, to get through those tough times. But they're also able to enjoy the the good times even more because it's like, wow, this is what I believed for. This is what I hoped for. You know, and, and you're able to, to have that heart of gratitude. So I can I can definitely agree with you there. Now, there are, um, unfortunately, some folks in the world that are still suffering and they're still uh, kind of in that mindset that that keeps them from achieving the all that you can. Uh, Do you address uh, the the suffering or the, um, the, the poverty ways in which people are still having to find themselves even in today's time. Yes, absolutely. Um, I, I, I agree with you. That, I mean, 
the world uh, as we know it is still suffering the majority of the people in the world as we can see from from the tv images and from you know from the sort of uh, things that are going on horrible things in the world um un- unfortunately this is very true and most of the people are still suffering but i think you you struck a chord there <clears throat> with me dr angelo when you said the word hope um, I mean, that's what keeps us alive. That's what gives us, you know, hope for tomorrow. It's only when we start losing hope. And then if, if as a person, if you've lost hope yourself, that's going to go into your writing and it's going to go into your work. And if, you're, if your book is providing a sort of a message that doesn't really inspire you or give you hope for tomorrow, even though in the face of terrible atrocities and adversities, you have to have hope. If you don't have hope, you're not going to give a positive message to the world. Your books aren't going to give a positive message to the world. And, you know, it's, it's, we're not going to contribute towards uh, turning the tide and making the world a better place and giving people to something to aim for if we don't keep hope alive. I think that, that, that's a very good word that you used. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it really, um, I think... It, it helps people keep everything in perspective. I think that if you if you talk to enough people, then you will find that most people have gone through a something, right? Something that has really mm-hmm. caused them a bit of angst. Whatever, whatever it is, someone has had that feeling of um, the potential of dread or uncertain of what the outcome is going to be, the anxiety, mm-hmm. the stress, you know. But having having that sense of hope, um, I think that we we need to be encouraged more. So I, I love that you are talking along that same vein of believing, of hoping, mm-hmm. of of knowing that we don't have to be stuck in the stuff, and that we can we can move forward. However that storyline goes, we can move forward. So so thank you, thank you for that. Now there may be someone mm-hmm. saying, I hear what you guys are saying, but you know. Um, I believe that if God loved us all that much, then he wouldn't let bad stuff happen to good people. Good stuff should happen to good people, and bad stuff should happen to bad people. I think people have been going around and around with that uh, for for quite some time. Um, How do you address uh, that particular point of view, or how can we help people understand um, how to deal with when bad things do happen to good people? Absolutely. Again, a very good question, Dr. Angela. I get asked that a lot. Uh, a lot of my friends sort of hit the same chord. Well, you know, if they're, you know, even uh, some of my friends who don't believe in God go as far as saying, well, if there was a God, then he wouldn't let this happen in the world. And, you know, why are, why are the good people being punished? It is a very, very valid point. Uh, I mean, God in his infinite mercy and his knowledge knows best. Uh, obviously, we don't. We're his sort of uh, creation. Uh, but I go along with my sort of um, my, my theories and my beliefs are this. Uh, we are all tested in life, Dr. Angela. We are tested with hardships and afflictions and poverty and, and you know, sacrifice and losing our loved ones. And those people who, despite, you know, going through even our prophets, uh, peace be upon them, were tested with terrible atrocities and terrible, you know, Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him, and Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and Prophet Moses. And through those terrible trials and afflictions, they still were grateful and they still held on to their beliefs and they didn't turn uh, against God. They kept on believing in, 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 you know, salvation will come, mercy will come, better days will come. And through that test, if we are steadfast and we can sort of, you know, keep our faith and 
still be nice to our family members, still be nice to our neighbors, our children, people in the world, and still keep our chin up even though we're going through terrible sort of uh, problems and uh, difficult uh, sort of uh, situations, those people in the end will go through those trials and afflictions and will be rewarded with better days to come. And, uh, you know, they will be rewarded for their patience and for their steadfastness. That is what I believe in. And I've seen it happen to myself, to my family members, to many people across the world. They've been through terrible times and then better days. There is light at the end of the tunnel, Dr. Angela. Mm-hmm. And thank you for, for that reminder. Because I think that so many, so many times, especially in today's um, time, moment of now, people are expecting for everything to happen in that nanosecond. Um, mm. And that's kind of just not how life is. You know, life mm. sometimes is very, very slow, like agonizingly mm. slow, right? But then sometimes <laughs> things are so quick that they really do seem to happen in a blink of an eye. And when you find yourself in, in that in-between time, I think that people kind of lose their footing. They forget to believe. They forget to hope, and, mm-hmm. and they kind of sit in, in that despair. I love how you're saying that it is going to be okay if we believe in the in the highest possible result of what could happen, then hold on to that and, and help that uh, move you forward. I love it. I love it. Now, there are um, some folks out there that are listening that are aspiring authors themselves. And I want to kind of shift gears just a little bit with you. And that is um, having the the faith, the, the hope, the belief that they could be a successful writer. How did you determine that now was the time, well, I guess I should say then, was the time <laughs> to step out and write your book. What was that nudge that confirmed it all for you? Thank you, Dr. Angela. Again, it, it's, it's a very good question you asked again. Uh, you feel, I mean, we, as a writer, we draw upon our personal life experiences, what we've been through, the trials and tribulations uh, as children, as adults, as young adults. We watch our parents go through different stages in love, which are, we watch our family members our friends, and then we draw upon their experiences, you know, the joys of life and the sorrows of life, and you you get inspiration as a writer from everywhere, from watching a movie, listening to a song, watching somebody walking down the street, some of your own memories of the past, you know, the joys and the sorrows that that, that you've sort of accounted for, accumulated in your lifespan, and then something inside triggers you and say, hold on, everybody's got a story to say, everybody's got a story inside them. Uh, maybe this is my time. I should share my story with the world or what I feel passionate about or what I want to sort of, uh, you know, reach out there to people. We all have stories to tell, Dr. Angela. We've all got a book written, hidden inside us. And then you'll feel compelled, right? Maybe this is my time. Maybe I should share this book with the world. And maybe people would agree with me and say, okay, hold on a minute. I feel the same. I went through the exact same thing that you went through. And I can, and I can comprehend what you're saying. Uh, and I can agree with that. So when there comes a point in your life, I think I was 36 years old, and, and I felt like I've got to share this with the world. I've got something inside me that I, that wants to come out, and, and you know maybe people will like it, maybe they won't. But it's time that I you know tried, and you make when you make an effort, and obviously your efforts are rewarded in the end. So you will feel uh, you know that now is my time. Uh, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what you're going through, what stage you're at in life, but you'll feel right now is the time that maybe I should share, you know, this this work that I've that, that's sitting inside me with the rest of the world. 
I love it. And what a beautiful note to end the show on. Believe S.F. Malik is the author. And, of course, listeners, it is available on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Thank you so much for coming on and spending time with me here on Modern Living with Dr. Angela. And listeners, if you want to hear a full, long conversation, you can definitely find uh, that it is available on where you listen to your podcast. You can catch that replay of Daily Spark with Dr. Angela. It is episode 406. That's right. It is episode 406. Four zero six, and you can hear me more in depth with Mr. Malik and talking about his book, Believe. Now, you guys know that I like to go to the leaderboard and see who's listening in. So thank you, too. Coming in in the number one spot, my home country, USA. Thanks, home country. Number two is the Philippines. Thank you, Philippines. Number three is Australia. Thanks, Australia. Number four, family in the UK. Thank you so much for being number four. And last but certainly not least is my neighbors to the north. Canada. Thanks, you guys, for coming in in the number five slot. As always, may you continue to have great health, and I hope that you can do it with a good book. Until next time, everyone, bye-bye for now.